So what's the what's the sword of Damocles? What's what's hanging over your head? Yeah. What's the what's the pressure? Yeah. yeah. It's a nice, yeah. nice bit of imagery to go right. along with the title, which is all manner of hopeful. All of my emotions feel the same, feel the same. You don't like where this is going. Look away, look away. You're not in my way. Hi everyone, welcome to uh, kind of a brand new podcast. So this is Offscreen Death, I guess a show where we kind of talk about, you know, the movies that you have to see, that thing that's kind of hanging over your head. I think every every person who would pompously describe themselves as a cinephile has a quote-unquote list of shame, these movies hmm. we have to see. Um, so that's part of what this show is going to be about, but I think we're also going to do a little bit of comparing Right. Like between these movies that are supposed to be like, oh, these are the greatest of all time. These are the things you have to see. And then movies you watch just for fun. So I'm going to be taking care of being pompous because that <laughs> is my specialty. Um, I'm Dave and Mike, my co-host, is going to take care of the fun as a uh, representative of stars. Uh, <laughs> official fan club. That is, how awesome I feel that would like be. the good combination here. I would love to uh, <laughs> to work for Stars one day. Um, I feel like I already do on my various podcasts. I promote them yeah. where I can for free. Yes, uh, and they they provide a great service uh, in these troubling economic times. Uh, unlike Netflix, who uh, I keep getting emails from Netflix. We miss you, buddy. Uh, we're not going to cut you a deal. But Me we did too. add some more shit uh, that you're not going to binge, so you want to come back? Because we always have more. Uh, stars, stars does not play that game. Stars goes, you know, like its namesake, goes with movie stars. Faces you recognize from things you've seen a hundred times on cable. I love <laughs> yes, it. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's a little bit off topic, but I get those same emails from Netflix and it always cracks me up. It's like, well, you could go back for just our regular price. <laughs> like I was like, that's not helpful. I don't, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> That's why I left. There was <laughs> a decision alone, made once at that uh, that price, uh, and I deemed it no longer worthy in my life, Netflix. But thank you for the reminder that you exist, as if we can forget. So, yeah, this will not likely be a lot of stuff that you can uh, stream on Netflix, because one of the things that we're going to do, as Dave uh, already has sort of espoused his natural ability, it's in his blood to be pompous and arrogant. So you're going to be looking at... Presumably, uh, sight and sounds uh, list, which will actually be coming up on next year, the updated version in 2022. Some of the other things you sent me that you kept berating me to check out, uh, and I was honest with you that I had not clicked on them, except you know about that was twice, by the way, twice that berating you. As... I said it to you once. I said it to you once, and then I said, "Hey, have you looked at that? That's it. That counts I'm, as berating." I'm not seeing much Dennis of a difference thing. between you and Netflix right now. Yes, I'm aware it exists. <laughs> I chose not to look at it. Thank you. Uh, but I did, you know, about an hour before this recording of this little teaser. Uh, you also had, um, shockingly, Dave. You had the AFI list. Very patriotic there. Uh, although, <laughs> in my research, which was all about 45 seconds. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia on the AFI list. A little controversy there that you know the the, the Americans are claiming a uh, British production. That seems uh, incorrect, <laughs> which is why I also included the BFI list so we get you know mm -hmm. get a little bit of everything there. I don't want to you know leave the the parent country of America out, so we're gonna have AFI. And what, what would you say is the most 
interesting or in your eyes uh to uh, a, a beginner i guess movie lover uh what what do you think is the definitive list if there is one now because sight and sound has the name recognition but i'll just be honest i don't know if i've ever really looked at it in earnest and what i knew of the afi list this ages me is i remember when it was on broadcast television it's i guess the almost mm-hmm. a century mark of this uh format so they're going to do a celebration and that was it. It was like a one night special. That's, I think that's probably the best way to approach right. those things. Well, that was fun. Uh, I should, I should watch that movie. And then I forgot about it. So what, what do you think if you're, you know, if you're coming of age now, what do you look to, to guide your sensibilities? If you don't have podcasts to listen to like this one. So, I mean, obviously everyone should listen to this one. That was a this should be the new list, glad, obviously, yes. but I like the sight and sound list, but I think it's, this sounds extra pompous, but like if you're just starting out as far as like trying to watch more movies and spread yourself out, then it some of this feels can feel a little inaccessible. Um, whereas something like like if I if I met someone who's like, well, I've seen these like, you know, the kind of bro movies, right? The ones that everyone's seen, you know, then I would start with something like like Empire Online did their own list of top 100 movies. So it kind of combines stuff like Empire Strikes Back, but then also throws in stuff like Taxi Driver. So there's like a little bit of that kind of cinephile stuff. So that's where I would start. And then I really like the, you know, 1001 films to see before you die, because it gives you, I think once you kind of build up a lot of watches of, you know, getting things expanded a little more, this gives you a whole lot of opportunity, not only because there's so fucking many, because um, it started as a 1001. I think it's at like 1400 now because they keep adding to it every year like oh yeah i don't like that see this uh (laughs) some of those movies gotta (laughs) go they gotta die themselves they're no longer (laughs) worthy of your lifespan no yeah sorry parasite came out so city lights you're gone (laughs) you're cut from the squad i don't know what to tell you but one of the things i like about that list is that it you know it stretches over time so you have movies from you know 2020 but you also have movies from 1920 um, so that's, that's nice. Cause I think a lot of people's blind spots, I think the further back you go, the more blind spots you're going to find. And some people aren't interested in movies from right after the silent era. Some people, some people we know aren't interested in anything before 1980. So, you know, <laughs> so this gives a lot of breath well, that's, to that discussion. That's actually, you know, you're, you're being mean there, but I, uh, you know, we're recording this on, what is the January 3rd, the third, I think. Sure. It is the third. Okay. Well done. All right. I, I don't. I didn't appreciate that initial hesitation. That bit of like your impulse is to doubt me on that. I was already <laughs> doubting myself. No, no. I'm still out of it. It's just I'm so out of it today. I had to ask Siri what day it was. So yeah, this is about me, not about you. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept that. Um, whatever listeners we have are really happy that you just called out their little speaker box's name to, to set that off. Uh, appreciate that, Dave. I had that thought because I was looking at my letterboxed um, sort of wrap up, which is. I wouldn't say it's less necessarily less snobby because if you're looking to catalog your watches for a year, social media slash online journal uh, about your movie watching habits, uh, you're probably a particular type uh, and no judgment because I'm, I'm using the service, but it did have me thinking, uh, how much do I watch that comes from my own lifetime? And I don't know if that's necessarily wrong because what you were saying earlier about trying to bring people in it's not only presumptuous, but you're you're holding people at sort of an at an arm's length if everything that's required of them not only is going back, uh, you know, like the AFI, uh, you know, hundred years, hundred movies, 
Uh, but we're getting to the point where it's like 70, 80 years before these people are born. And like, wow, okay, I've got to, I have to go back that far, really, because you're also getting into some possibly troubled waters of uh, not only not appealing to their lives as they live them now, but things that kind of horrify them as far as what were the cultural norms of the time. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing if people don't really want to be exposed to that. They can acknowledge that it existed, but maybe in their entertainment choices, they don't want to constantly feel like they're eating their vegetables or doing homework. Not only that, but it's homework that's <laughs> kind of troubling and upsetting to them when this is all meant to be fun. It's all meant to be entertainment. So mm -hmm. I, I kind of do look to things that maybe are a little bit more updated uh, and relevant to people's lives without totally ignoring the history of the form. Which is why I love stars, Dave. That's, I mean, stars does that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's a great point, actually, and something that I've been kind of thinking about as we've kind of kicked around these ideas. Like, hey, I want to cover this movie. What would you pair with this? That kind of thing. And I'm trying to, like, focus on, you know, I'm bringing in some older movies, but, like, older movies that feel more modern as far as pacing goes and style goes. Um, so that has become something I've kept a closer eye on because like yeah i i am a pompous snob about this and i like these old slow movies like lawrence of arabia is one of my favorite movies but i also understand not everyone has three hours and 47 minutes every week to watch a movie um whereas something say like the apartment is a movie that just kind of like hums along right and it feels like you know you take out the black and white photography and talk and take out who's in this movie if you recast this and kept the same script and the same shots and did it I think it would feel like kind of a modern romantic comedy. Like, I think it still really works. And I think that'll be interesting to see which directors, which stars have really kind of led the way for what we have now, as opposed to like, yeah, we could go back and watch, you know, Sunset from 1920. But like connecting that to anything within the last 40 years is going to be really difficult because it's almost because that was so close to the silent film era. It's almost a completely different style of entertainment. So I want to kind of keep that in mind, too, because you're right. The idea is to bring people in, not shut people out. Not like, oh, well, if you don't watch this, well, then you're not the idea a real cinephile. It all, like, that's garbage. I mean, obviously, if you're coming of age and watching movies, like uh, I think you and I, from my experience, like really when I, I was an early teenager is when I really got into movies. So obviously everything <laughs> has come before my time. But, you know, the right. stuff I was watching, uh, thankfully, because of our respective ages, we didn't really have to go that far back to say, uh, let's start at the 70s. Let's start the, you know, the early mid 70s because right. you're still getting a lot of really great shit there. But, you know, you will eventually mm -hmm. become the old man. That's 50 years ago that's, now. It's yeah, <laughs> saying you need to start in the 70s. And that is, yes, five decades prior. So uh, we are going to see. Uh, and that'll be what's interesting to me, because I think what I'm going to try to do is. Uh, pull, not necessarily from the more a more populous list, but what are the newer sources that you pull from? Like, what is what is the word of mouth now? You know, is it something like podcasts? Is it something like letterbox reviews? Is it just someone that you just like their sensibilities online, and that's what turns you on, almost like a modern uh, video store clerk? So that that's what I'm going to try mm. to appeal to, and also. You know, I'll work in some of my some of my favorites that I think maybe initially were seen as misfires. So maybe I do have some mm -hmm. bigger name directors, but it's lesser known films of theirs that for whatever reason slip through the cracks. So um, that's I think that's what we're going to attempt to do here. 
this is our our version of the Criterion Correction. Uh, and shout out to that podcast that <laughs> that we think stole our name, but they've actually been around <laughs> for a number of years, for like four years. Yeah. You yeah, know what, Dave? That's exactly. a way to wrap How up. How dare you? We're, we're young at heart. We di- we didn't even know that all this all this had been done before. We were <laughs> we had a great idea already been done. <laughs> so we're going with the more optimistic title of off screen death. That's the other element of this. <laughs> we're all going to die. Um we're recording this in COVID times. Right now I took a COVID test just yesterday. Uh so it's gonna be uh, I think part of the conversation is, you know, how we choose to spend our time on this planet watching movies because you're never going to get everything. You're never going to be a completionist and watch all the right things. So there is eventually going to have to be um a time where you sort of uh, cultivate your own list. And I think that's what we're going to try to do here. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's a, it's a great place to, to kind of wrap up. Cause I think I've been guilty of that, especially in movie past days where I was like, I have to see everything. I have to see everything that comes out. Cause I can, uh, and yeah, you can now too. There's streaming, there's downloading, there's all sorts of ways you can literally download anything. Pretty much every, I would say 90% of the movies that have been made, you can find a copy of, um, through whatever means you can find it. And, but it does become a point now where it's like, okay, I spend a lot of my time watching movies. Like I watched like, you know, four or 500 movies last year. And how many of those were so good that I'm like, oh man, yeah, I'm so glad. Not like I'm not upset. I spent two hours with it, but like, yes, that was like a rewarding, entertaining, good experience. And that number gets pretty low some years. So it's (laughs) like, um, so hopefully this show will help people access like movies maybe they haven't heard of, but could be kind of could be something that goes into the rotation as one of their favorites and something that's been entertaining or also just seeing what the art form has to offer in terms of kind of the quote unquote classics or good movies as opposed to the generally accessible. Like you're the one who turned me on to stars and I turned on that app and I was just like, this is great. I recognize every one of these. It's like, it's, it's so comfortable when you open that up and see these, like these actors or these directors or these movies that maybe you've seen four or five times before, but it immediately gives you that feeling. And are you going to get that scrolling through the criterion channel? Probably not, but you do have the opportunity to see things either you've never heard of or wanted to see for a long time. And here it is all laid out for you. So we're going to try and give you a little bit of both. Well, that should be the idea, right? Like you, uh, you have different sources where you can have your, uh, your comfort food, and then you have the stuff that doesn't make you feel as bad as the comfort food. Because I also fall into that trap too. Looking at my letterbox list is, um, if I only have so much time on this planet, <laughs> how many rewatches of Swingers do I need in my life? I, I don't think I've reached the max yet, uh, but you know there could be an argument made that uh, maybe I should go to some of these lists that are attempting to curate this uh, form that I, I love so much and find another swinger. So that's what we're going to attempt to do on off-screen death. And um, yeah, I think that sounds positive. The title doesn't, but the, you know, the premise yeah, should yeah, be. But... <laughs> Absolutely. So like, I guess, you know, join us on this journey. Before you and, die. Like, we will, of course. Because <laughs> you're no yes, good to us dead. Before you die. If we're, we're all in danger of it right now. So we might as well enjoy some good movies on the way out. Uh, one of the other things, some of the notable things about your career is that you are you're frequently killed off. 
in I movies. am, yes. Yeah. In yeah. extravagant ways. Out of my fort forte. <laughs> Do you think that's, is that because, uh, like, directors love working with you, or they just really want to see you get killed? I think they love to see me get killed. But it's kind of, yeah. It's, Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite uh, way you've been killed? <laughs> I mean, I have, I have a couple of favorite ways I've seen you killed, but do you have a favorite way? I don't know if I have a favorite, but the one that sort of, like, uh, amused me the most was um, dying of a heart attack in The Big Lebowski. And I'm sorry if I've spoiled that for anybody. Um, Shut up, Donnie. But I, yeah, see? Mm -hmm. But can you really say the full line? No, because no, I'm on CBS. Okay, okay. So... Um, I'm reading the script, and I, and I, you know, sometimes what I'll, when I read a script, I would like, I'll just go to the end to see how I die, or if, if and, uh, or if I get beat up. What page I, does yeah, my name like, disappear on? Yeah, like how, like, how far do I make it? And I'm reading the big, when I read The Big Lebowski, I thought, this character is such a nice guy that there's no way that they're going to kill him. You know, there's no way. And then when I got to that he has the heart attack, I was like, damn it, again, they just... <laughs>